This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, Sunday the 5th of February 2023 uh, in this uh, evening show very late evening show in fact we are reviewing a right hammering at the riverside as Mick McCarthy's first league game in charge resulted in a heavy defeat and questions are already being asked about square pegs in round holes and I am John Aspinall and this is the Seasounds podcast match reaction show Mills for 3 Blackpool nil. Uh, good evening, everybody. 9pm on a Sunday. Can't even say it's better than Songs of Praise. That's now on a much earlier slot. What Is it not the last episode of Happy Valley tonight? Uh, no wonder we've hardly got anyone here. There's only 61 know. people. That'll be it. Okay. Songs of here, Praise is, is it? one thing. That's it. Happy Valley. That's, like, that's, the, that's Charlton, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually set in uh, the town where my dad was from, Todmorden. A very depressing place. It's a very. I went on holiday to town. <laughs> Why man? does that not surprise me? Why does that not surprise you? Know? <laughs> Forbidden planet. Yeah, quite recently, <laughs> Matt. That's so funny. <laughs> Matt, my That's dad, something my dad could. <laughs> my dad could not wait to leave there. No. He was chomping at the bit to leave, and he getting to moving to Blackpool was like Nirvana for him. Well, I can see why. Anyway, Johnny was um, the Chinese good on Friday night. Yeah, plenty, very filling food. Yeah, <laughs> no MSG poisoning. No, I think Tim's having a bit of a slight dig at me there for. Not doing a preview show on uh, on Friday. It's too full no, of well, his food. The middles, no. Well, that was uh, just an afterthought, Tim. The middles were 
podcast didn't turn up, so yeah. I think that there was much point. I think the previews are a bit shit without the opposing fans on. So. Just my view. Anyway, um, welcome back, Pete. Anyway, um, hope you hope you're feeling a bit better. You're looking a bit like Jeremy Clarkson there. Oh, know, thank you. You know, That's... you. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> For ne- forget the uh, negativity, lads. Gracie has just said. Mm, can't. Afraid I can't make that promise, Andy. I'm going to be positive tonight. So, Tim, we all went up to Middlesbrough. A bit of a convoy, wasn't it? Quite a few of our crew were all there. Lots of uh, faces we all knew there. How was your trip up there? We were going to go to England's highest pub, but as Mitch rightly pointed out, it was a bit of a diversion. So we sacked it off and went to McDonald's instead. (laughs) Uh, Nearly's good. Uh, We we went up. we We went quite early, actually. We sort of set off about half eight and um, had a stop to charge the car on the way with some complimentary coffee, which is all right. And then, um, and then hit the arm for breakfast. I don't know whether it's a thing up in the Northeast, but it was, excuse the vernacular, but as fuck. I don't know whether it's, but it was like nice, but it was like, it was like the, the most burnt bacon you could ever have. And the most burnt black pudding you could ever have. I don't, I didn't quite get it, but I did say to the lads, it, it might be a thing up here, you know. It might be how they do it. <laughs> so we went. We had breakfast in Yarm, and then um, we had to do the obligatory Sam Smith club for one of my uh, one of my lot who, who the, likes to uh, take uh, them off. Real L twat. Uh, well, it's not particularly real L. It's just a Sam. It's you know like everybody used to train spot in the seventies when they were kids and night, right? I think he. I think he train. I think he does the equivalent with Sam Smith pubs. I mean, they're all the same to me, and the and the ale's pretty rank, so I don't get quite understand yeah, it. Yeah. But um, and then we uh, and then we uh, walked down to the, we parked up in town and walked down to the ground. So um, and uh, you know it was quite a pleasant walk down there. To be fair, yeah, we were commenting that one. Went with um, one of the other dads from Footy Team. Took two kids, and you know we we parked up in near a shopping centre of Sainsbury's and walk down. Yeah, it was quite a nice, nice walk down there. And um, those who enjoy Alveda's aim pet, we, I was quite buzzing to see the transport of the uh, Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge, the, one of the famous sites of Middlesbrough, that Oz and the lads all knocked down. So that was pretty good. Yeah, it was, uh, thought, there was quite a nice walk. from Newcastle. No, they, no, they went to Middlesbrough to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a good picture of me um, at the end of the evening. It looked a bit like an imperial walker from the front. Anyway, I do. Matt, Matt, did you go? Matt, we've no, not tried, have we? No, don't think you did. No, I didn't. I wasn't able to. It was um, it was my lad's birthday, and surprisingly, he didn't opt for Middlesbrough away for his birthday treat, <laughs> which I was quite disappointed at. Really, he, um, so I couldn't. So I was stuck on um, Streamsville. Just going back to Craig's point, um, I. I, I Palmos were commended to us post match, and I've never ever heard of them. And like, obviously, What's you that? get it in that. Palmos. I know they're not Geordies, but you get it in like the northeast accent. And um, and they go, "No, you're gonna have a Palmo." And I'm like, "What's a Palmo?" But what is a Palmo, like, Tim? Um, what is a Palmo? I, I'm still not that much. It, it's something with Palmisano, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's like I don't know whether it's like a, a chicken Kiev, but with Palmer ham or I don't a Palmer ham. I don't know. Palmer's ham, isn't it? I thought it was chicken in like a cheese sauce or something with Palmer's yeah, ham. Yeah, something. It's something like that. It's weird. And we have chips and gravy. They have chips and 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 cheese sauce. <laughs> Or chicken and cheese sauce. Anyway, let's get on. Anyway, Tim, that's enough of that. It's it's a local delicacy, apparently. (laughs) Let's get let's crack on. We don't want to get bogged down with the culinary delights of Middlesbrough. First, uh, first topic then we've got is uh, the lineup. Uh, Let's get up on the screen. Maxwell, Connolly, Charlie Good, Curtis Nelson, two players we've not seen before in the flesh. Well, I haven't. Andy Lyon, CJ Hamilton, Tom Tribal, another league debutant, Josh Bowler, Charlie Patino, Shane Lavery, and Jerry Yates. Uh, Pete, what, what did you think about this? And um, what, what was your thought process on how he was going to line this team up, knowing uh, well, McCarthy teams as we do? When I saw it, Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised, apart from Shane Lavery. But my initial thoughts were, why the fuck didn't he go with the t- formation that we picked before the Southampton game? Yep. 4-2-3-1. Yeah. It was a killer but, team, that, you know, wasn't it? it? It was a killer team, it still is. But... <sighs> I don't ever want to see five, three, two, or five at the back again. To be honest with you, it just doesn't work for us. But uh, I think he's going to persevere with it and try and make it work. To be fair, but um, yeah, but, and ironically, probably the, the two wing bats were probably the best two players on the pitch. Yeah, CJ, CJ did have a, a good game. Tim, so did Lions. Tim, uh, Steve Hutchins just said, "Big shock for me." No Pervader. Feels like we went to yeah. to park the bus. That's a fair shout. Yeah. I mean, I think actually, if you look at that team and look at the subs bench, and I think I said this in the uh, podcast uh, group, didn't I? Um, I think I'd have played most of the subs, me. Yeah. Um, I think I'd have actually played five of those subs. Um, uh, definitely four. four uh, and Pavida's probably the, the one, though, where we thought, oh, no, you know, I thought he was injured, to be honest. I mean, obviously, we've had the explanation afterwards, and I could sort of understand the rationale of. Um, thinking with us not having the ball much that Lavery might do more chasing down. But, yeah, fun. I mean, it don't, so we've got, you know, I, for me, I, I would have definitely played four, if not five of those subs as a, in the start in 11. Mm. Um, and, and I endorse what Pete says that, I mean, I also put a thread up on AVFTT. You did? Four, four, fucking two. But I, I, to be honest, four, four, two, or, or four, two, three, one, that's, that's, how we're, that's how we're going to get out of this division, not by playing three at the back. Or not just that's how we're going to stay in this division, I should say, mm. not get out of this. Uh, Mitch, over to you. Charlie Patino's inclusion um, constantly surprising me. He's just not doing yeah, enough to start these games and keeps getting picked. It almost makes you think like there's a clause somewhere in some kind of deal, doesn't it? Because um, he seems undroppable. Um, for no particular reason certainly on his on his form since um i don't know since we came back from the world cup break um i i just chose because i'm you know i'm trying to give it positive vibes only i just chose not to comment on the lineup and any medium um because i didn't like it 
but there we go. <laughs> you know, it's. It, no, I mean, you know, far be it for me to bang on about our number fourteen. But if you're going to play, um, if you're going to play what appears to be a very defensive lineup and and um, invite a lot of pressure on you, you've got to have an outball. Um, and Lavery and Yates have, have, you know, going back to last season, Lavery and Yates playing together never worked. I can't. I can't think of one time when Lavery and Yates playing together has ever worked because you know we talked a, a, a year or so ago on the pod about them making the same runs and doing the same things and not really working for each other. And um, yeah, you know, Pervader left out. Bowler in that midfield role that I never, ever, ever want to see him play again. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, look, McCarthy's obviously you know he's new to it and he's. You've got to give him, you know, you've got to give him the the benefit of the doubt that he'll 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 see what doesn't work and he'll react accordingly. But I didn't like the lineup at all. Okay, uh, first talk, talking point in the script uh, is one called entitled "Early Pressure." Tim, now there was a lot of obviously early pressure relates to their their start to the game but there was a bit of early pressure just getting up to the seats in the stands and uh, we were there's a lot of blackpool fans there there must have been like 12 1300 maybe more and we were all crushed in to two blocks of seats and the the, the more or less wasn't enough to go around because people were sitting standing where they wanted to and it was just absolutely ridiculous the fact there's well, well, rows and rows of empty seats and blocks of empty seats and the, the crushing us in, there was loads of aggro with the yeah. supporters uh, on well, there. I, I ended up in the aisle in the end and uh, I came up the nearest nearest to where the home fans were congregated, that aisle there, and this woman's going, show me your ticket, show you my ticket. And I'm going, well, why? <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate it when they ask for tickets in the ground. She says, well, well, you know, I want to see whether you're in the right row for your seat. I said, well, nobody sits in the right seat. I said... She says, go, you're over the other side, your seat's over there. I said, no, somebody will be in it. I said, you know, why don't you just move these, um, you know, they had the little netting yeah. back. So why don't you just move the netting back a bit? And they wouldn't. And just go over there, you know, so basically got shoved over. And they, they went on to the right-hand side of, of two blocks. And it was exactly the same over there. So I spent the whole of the first half in the, and nobody steward said anything about it, along with about 30 others stood in the gangway. Yeah. And, and that, how safe is that if something you get pushed or something? Because it was quite a steep steps, weren't they? Mm. So um, it was nonsensical. I mean, there was a few more Blackpool there than I thought there was going to be. I don't think there was quite as many as you just said. I think it was more like 800. There's only two blocks at the end of the day. But, um, uh, yeah, I was quite quite impressed with the turnout. And I think a few people went to get to show some support. First league game for, the, uh, for Mick and... Um, uh, equally, and I think it's been said in the comments, I don't think any of us really thought. I, I actually predicted the 3 0 defeat. So, um, uh, you know, I, I, I just didn't see us getting anything. I think what we were looking for, hopefully, was a performance that was going to give us a platform for these, what are two, as we're no doubt going to go on to discuss, two incredibly um, important games this week. So, um, Obviously, we can discuss as the pod goes on whether we think we gave ourselves that platform. Vaggy's mm. just put in the, the comments, terrible stewarding and policing. Yet again, Blackpool fans treated like second-class citizens with nobody helping. The the nobody helping 
comment there, Maggie, really rings true with me because we were there with, uh, my cousin was there with three, we were there with three kids, three and eight, eight and nine-year-olds. We literally had nowhere we could sit together and I was just asking the guys, can you just move that netting over? We can all sit together. They were going, no, right, just go, and, just go and try and find some seats within there. I was like, are you joking? There's like eight of us. They were like trying to say, right, two of you go in there, one of you go in there, there's one seat there, there's one seat there. They're, and they're just dummies. They've got no common sense. And, yeah, they, they weren't helping at all, were they? And it, it, no, no. It really pissed me off. And we had to... Well, I, got, I, got, I got told, uh, you know, go find your seat. And I said, there was somebody in there, and she says... I said, nobody sits in their own seat. She goes, they do hear. Like that, they do hear. I thought, well, no, they don't. And no, they won't. I yeah. can imagine going up to somebody in the seat saying, this is my seat, mate. Yeah. Can you go? Fuck off. That's what you work, get. Isn't it? Well, the Black, uh, there was a lot of aggro between Blackpool fan on Blackpool fan I saw because of this very thing. And, um, yeah, it was... Well, they were, they, were, they were being, they weren't, the thing is, the stewards were being incredibly insistent that you went to your own seat, but that's, how, how's that going to work in that melee? Possible. A, trying to find it, and then secondly, trying to get some, trying to bump somebody out of it, who's then going to have to bump somebody else out of it. It was just ridiculous, Then all they need to do, they pull that netting back, just for that, that last corner section, it would have been fine. Was, we, were, we were actually, on, fans. Yeah, we were on the other side, and that was, that had netting on, we were still a fair distance from them. That had relieved yeah. all the pressure. And um, it was, do you know, they didn't have any discounts for like under 12, so we had to pay 18 quid for a nine-year-old's. 18 quid for four per nine-year-old. So Middlesbrough, wow. you're a bit of a club of shit houses on the studing and well, pricing. Maybe, 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 the pig, maybe they're copying us because we won't do any reciprocal pricing with anybody, will we? We'd probably charge them 30 quid. <laughs> Be interesting how much we charge kids. I don't. I, I generally don't know, but I think I, you know this is. I think I, I, I pull this out of the, uh, the structured dialogue meeting that you know we need to be actively looking to do reciprocal pricing for certain games, um, where um, you know particularly where our fans are having to travel long distances, mm. and we won't do it. And we've um, got to pay Ben Mansford's uh, three hundred and fifty grand or whatever it is a year salary somehow, though, haven't we? So we've got to inflate the prices. But it, but it, but it, but it, they don't think it. I think the rationale is well, that doesn't impact on Blackpool fans, but it does if you travel away. Yeah, is he still here? Mm. We get mugged. We get mugged off every uh, every every time we go away because there's never any discounted tickets. Yeah, eighteen, we 18 won't, quid. We won't 18 do it quid. For them, so yeah. they save it for a team who will um, discount. I actually I was glad to see him stepping ahead a bit, but I noticed this Blackburn have actually just unilaterally discounted um the the uh, the Tuesday night game um against us yeah, down to about that. twenty quid and it's about five quid for kids, which is you know it's nice when you see that happen every now and again. Yeah. We charge nine pounds from the thirteen year olds. That's all right. Okay. Well right when I think I hope when well, we've played them, haven't we? We should start charging medals with the same then. Eighteen quid for an under twelve. Fucking stupid. Anyway. Uh, early early pressure also has football connotations. Pete, the Don't ask me, I missed the first okay, time. Uh, Mitch. Get stream working. Right, okay. Same much <laughs> come back to you then. Uh, a yeah, lot of early um... pressure from Middlesbrough. They've uh, they've hit the bar early on. Um that Mag- what was his name? McGree. I mean, how that did, how that did yeah. go in that one that hit the bar. I mean, what I will say about Middlesbrough just generally is, um, 
over the 90 minutes, I, I qualify only because I think Burnley were exceptional in the first 30 minutes against us uh, when we drew three all. But I, I, they're, they're the best team I've seen all season. Um, and what, what interested me most about them was um, incredibly good on the ball. The 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 the, the, um, the the number of times passes went astray, probably count on one hand. Um, but but also how how much they work when they're off the ball. If one of our players was in possession, there was two snapping around his ankles pretty much straight away. Um, so they were very very impressive, um, and you know it. It's a task for them to catch Sheffield United, who, are, who obviously have been very consistent all season. So ten points behind, but they are for me the best the best team I've seen. And uh, like you said, the early pressure was it was like the Alamo, and um, it was a catch for me. It was always going to be a question of how many, um, and um, so it wasn't at all surprising when they did take the lead. Um, but they, they'd had, I think they'd already had two or three decent chances at that point. Mm, yeah. Mitch, as uh, Tim's just mentioned there, Middlesbrough did take the lead. Akpom, well, brilliant goal. And he's just turned Connolly absolutely inside out three or four times over and curled her. The, the actual curl he got on that shot was almost against the, Laws of physics, it curled that much. And can't really blame Maxwell for that. Just a great goal. You have to hold your hands up. Yeah, no, I don't think you can blame Maxwell. I mean, he does look a bit like on the replay that he sort of dives forward rather than towards the ball. Oh, oh so you are, bro. So you are blaming Maxwell. <laughs> but, I, but I think that's that's probably just um, a gender-driven nonsense. No, no, you can't blame him. Um, it was a beautiful finish. Um, and I was, I was sort of... It just Tim's described the, the first bit very well. It was just a, it was just a matter of time, wasn't it? And I was I was just pinning my hopes on. Sometimes you come up against the side and they they throw everything they have at you, and eventually run out of steam, and they, you know it's frustrating. It's just not their day, and and what a finish that was. And and yeah, defensively there are questions as if you just put up there we too much space, and but regardless of whatever else we did, I don't think we expected. That finish, it was just absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, I wasn't at the ground. I don't know what the reaction was like in the ground because sometimes when when the other team scores a goal like that, you just end up thinking, you know, fair enough. Um, and then, and I mean, I don't think we could have any, any have any complaints about being a goal down at that point. Do you know after the, after the game we were in uh, this pub and uh, so the Middlesbrough lads were saying. Uh, did he mean that? Because they, they were in the, um, they were actually behind the goal where it was scored. But I don't think they got the greatest view of it from where they were. And they said, "Was that a cross?" I said, "No chance." He, no. he meant it all the way, and uh, they took some convincing, to be honest. But um, I think it was a sublime finish. But you know, it, Connolly should have been closer to him, and um, you know, we did. Uh, but they were good. They were good and they were fast and they were consistent and they were they just kept coming at us. Well, it was that horrible blend you get in a team sometimes as they seemed quite big but also fast and skillful. You normally get one of the two, don't you, or one of the three. But um they seem to have all of those three things. And the problem the problem is as well, when when we then are playing, um, you know, um 
and I'll, I'll come back to CJ later because um, uh, I've got some very positive things. But when we've got we've got a player at left back or left wing back who's not not great at, at retaining possession, we've then got Patino and Bowler who haven't got a tackle in them between them. Um, and, uh, you know, Lavery was chasing shadows a bit. That ball was just coming straight back at, at every uh, verse end for me. And uh, particularly, I thought we got better. At, I don't want to get ahead, but I thought we got better in the second. In the first half, it was just one-way traffic. And how the hell we kept it down um, to 1-0, I, I, I really don't know. It should have been 4 mm. Did you, what, what part did you stream, start working, walking, walking, After working? about people, 10 minutes. People, um, okay. So, yeah. yeah. I, I can't really say much, but I mean, I don't know how we were one just one nil down at half time, to mm. be honest with you. Um, and they were just a good team to watch as well, you know, you, you can't deny it. And we were just struggling all over the place, you know, we really were. We just weren't getting a foot on the ball. We couldn't get it forward to anyone with any purpose, particularly. And, you know, they deserved to, well, well deserved to be 1 0 up at half time. Yeah, we, were, we were lucky um, to be. And I thought, oh, here we go. We're either going to, he's either going to shake it up and change it at half time, and we'll, you know, at least we're only one down and we'll be out. You know, we've still got a chance here, but, you know. Yeah, I was, I was expecting a change at half time, maybe if formation because we just were not in that game whatsoever well, I, I, I know it's predictable but I, I I was astonished that he didn't bring, bring Medina on at half time because we'd you know it, it was and you can you can forgive him this because he's you know he's you can't expect him to have learned everything that the two previous managers learned, has learned because he's not been here but it was it was textbook those games when Critchley decided to go without Medina and then we just couldn't make it stick at all. And I, I was astonished he didn't bring Medina on. And to be honest, I was astonished that, um, well, maybe not maybe not astonished that Bowler came out of the second half, but astonished that Bowler came out to do the same thing in the second half. Um, Bowler's numbers, are just to be hark back to the days of Sean, Bowler's numbers are really quite astonishing. For a player playing in central midfield, how many tackles do you think he made? Oh, I don't know if many all round, have we? None. How many passes do you think he made in the game? Three. Seven. He put a good ball into Yates, didn't he? Well, he did, but it was one of his six successful passes. So if you've got a midfield three with a player that's not going to tackle, it goes without saying he didn't head the ball, um, and he's going to have six successful passes. That's, you know, that's... That's not numbers that are going to win you a game of football, is it? Speaking of numbers, uh, Middlesbrough accurate passes 544. uh, Blackpool 93. That's unbelievable. Uh, Ball possession 76%, Blackpool 24%. I know we were down at 19% possession at one point in that first half. To be fair to Josh, he had good passing accuracy, 81.3, which is the highest one of our players. So, you know... Let's, let's, let's move on to Bowler then. Flash of Bowler is the next talking point. Tim, did you see did you see Jerry Yates uh, disallowed goal? Because it's probably the only thing Josh Bowler, first thing he did in the game, it was one of his yeah, I, I, trademark Maisie runs. I think he, I think he had, he did one in the first half, but didn't, didn't quite connect. And for me, we started to see what he could do, but he should be doing it further up the pitch. Um, 
but yeah, right at the, right at the beginning of the uh, second half, he, 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 put, he did a trademark cut in, uh, took a few players on, slid the ball through to Jerry, and it, it just, I think, was onside. Uh, and then it just they just made, I, I don't know whether they stepped up or what. I couldn't quite make that out, but he was a um, a smidgen offside and uh, finished well. To be fair, into the um, into the bottom um, left hand corner, good finish. I think he knew he'd straight offside. He didn't argue too much, um, but yeah, and, and, it, and it's on. Because at half time we were so under, we, we were so lucky. You were thinking, right? Well, you never know. We might, we might come out in the second half and have a go. And and to be fair, we did. Um, and and we, and that, particularly that first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, but um, uh, we we had a bit of a go at them, and um, and we looked a lot better. Um, uh, you know, and as I said, you know, I'm probably one of CJ's, and will remain one of CJ's biggest critics because I don't, I don't think he's. He, he holds the ball well enough for, for for our team, but I thought the one player who really really stands out in this formation, as against what he does in other formations, is him, um, because it seems this formation seems to give him a lot more license to run with the ball than they were perhaps seen in, in in other setups. I would never I'd never put him in that four two three one uh, personally. Um, but he does, as a left wing back, if, if Mick's going to stick with a three, I, I, he's going to get a lot of game time because he he used his pace. Listen, and Middlesbrough's, all Middlesbrough's players are, are decent. You know, they're, they're, they're um, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've got a fantastic team and he was, he was causing their right back quite a lot of problems. And, um, uh, and as we saw, he, he uh, he was he was played in round the line and and crossed the ball for Jerry's second effort, which wasn't too too long after that. Um, when he skimmed the skimmed the crossbar and uh, very very unfortunate not to get a goal there when it when it was still one nil, and um, and and that was probably the turning point for me because they go and score not long after. Mm. But uh, I've I've thought I've, I've got to say that's what that I thought. I know we're not there, yet, but he was he was he was he was our best player. Was CJ yesterday? We've said that a few times about him this season when he's played. To be well, fair, well, you have. I, haven't. Been, I think you've been a bit unkind to him. Uh, well, no, so. I'm not being unkind to him. I was saying he was our best player today. I just, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, generally, I think in the past he's had, you know, in some of the games he's played in this season. He's, I think he's, he's an. Okay. I, I can see his impact value, but for me, with based on the squad we've got, I want better, better possession players because if we if we give the ball away. Then it caused, as we saw yesterday, particularly, it gives it causes us problems. So he wouldn't be in, he wouldn't be in my starting eleven, but no, in this formation, in, either, but... in this formation, he would be. Yeah, he would be, and he was he was he was very effective. Listen, um, my concern is that 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 that's going to help cement the formation, a formation that is. Is, I think he'll just see us relegated. So that that's my frustration. That's where I've got my concerns lie. But CJ was as that's as good as I've seen him play yesterday against a very very good side as well. And also, his uh, Rory Delap esque uh, long throws not quite Rory Delap esque. I was laughing at them. He takes the throws like he's got grease on his hands. (laughs) He slips out and just goes. (laughs) 
plop, where, hit, the... plop, hit plops onto the uh, the head of the first defender and he just heads it away. I was like, what the fuck? What a waste of time. Where's that been hidden, though? No, exactly. exactly. McCarthy thing, though, isn't it? He likes somebody who has a long throw. Have they had a competition in training or something? I, I, was, just thinking that. I was just thinking that. You can see that now. All oh, line up. Yeah. I thought Connolly took them the long throws. But not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, they are quite long, aren't they? But they're just, uh, they're like a, a shuttlecock and badminton thing. Well, you are the king of the analogies, Mitch, and you've nailed it again. CJ's shuttlecocks. I should have put as much that direction as a Chinese balloon, eh? Yeah, but it's trying to We need some. Probably about as high. Yeah. Yeah, US Air Force to go and shoot it down. The video today of him shooting it down. I heard some yokel in the background of this video going, That's my Air Force, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and B, Gabriel does have decent throw. Shame he's not so decent at staying on bar stools. That's another story. <laughs> what have we got up next? When did they score? Did they score before or after the it subs? Was, it was not long after Jerry's... Um, just, header. Yeah, yeah, Jerry's header, it was like about two minutes later. Right, yeah, yeah, I've got this in the wrong order then. Um, Akpon double. Um, great run from Riley McGree. Um, just a, a, a brilliant goal, really, against yeah. him. Not, not a lot you can do with that, although I have put in my notes, um, <laughs> should Maxwell have been quicker off his line? <laughs> I, and I thought Patino didn't <laughs> didn't go with the with the with the runner. Oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> um, but I, I've got to say, I mean, the, the, it was good. At, good, good was view, very slow. Good from point of yeah, from point of view of cutting us apart, it was it was a masterclass in in quick, incisive football, wasn't it? And um, and again, you know, I think we could have defended it better, but sometimes you've got to look at the opposition and and. Um, uh, he was superb. Um, his involvement in that goal and the little threaded ball through to for 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 Agpom at the end to to get his second was uh, uh, was very well weighted and and um, very incisive. So sometimes you have to applaud the opposition, but I think we helped them a bit. Um, I, I must admit, I'm not really focused on Maxwell's involvement in it. Uh, probably because I keep looking at the passes and thinking how good the passes are while they're looking at what we should have been doing. I just remember, I just remember I thought Patina was the wrong side of his man and looked a bit weak. Now, whether I've been a bit harsh on him, I don't know, but it might not have been his man in the first place, but he seemed to be um, coming, coming up behind him rather. He was, he was completely the wrong side for what I could see. So the, the subs came, just in the nick of time when we were 2 0 down. Sonny <laughs> Carey coming on for the very ineffective Shane Lavery and uh, Sir Kenneth coming on for uh, a very ineffective Charlie Patino. Did they change the game, Pete? Or have an impact uh, on it? Well, they only scored one after that, didn't they? Um, to be fair, we didn't play that bad in the second half, did we? No, we did all right in the second half. We did, and we had quite a few shots, quite a few chances. Pardon the interruption. 
normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others. Then please consider joining our Patreon supporter program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod there are several tiers you can support us on starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards and in exchange you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad free on the audio you'll also get access to our patreon supporters whatsapp group which is good fun and other random giveaways as and when they come in so please do support us. Patreon.com forward slash Seasiders pod. Let's get back to the content. See you later. You know, it was definitely Dougal. It was much better when Dougal came on. And you know, I'm not his biggest fan, but at the moment he has to be playing. He has to be playing alongside Tribal, who I thought actually had quite a good game. Um, and I thought Sonny Carey did all right when he came on as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, it was gone then, wasn't it? We tried. So, we could have scored just before that. Just before they scored. Could have been one all quite easily. Well, after uh, after they went 2-0 up, Tim, Josh Bowler missed an absolute uh, guilt-edge <laughs> yeah. guilt chance to make it 2-1, an immediate response. He's got to at least hit the target there. That was that was the game was dead then for me after that. Yeah, um, it's. It, I don't think it was our day all round with 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 the shots. I think we had Jerry not long after as well, didn't we? And I, I've just watched it back before. I didn't see. I can't remember the bowler chance that well, but Jerry's that went. It wasn't even uh, on the highlights. It wasn't even on the extended no, highlights. No. And maybe, I'd, maybe, I'd, uh, maybe I was missed. I don't. I'm trying to think. Was that the one hit the defender and he gave a goal kick? That was well, Jerry. The, 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 no, oh, Jerry's one that went one. wide. It actually came up. He was actually on target and got deflected by the defenders. Yeah. But to be fair, I I thought he just put it wide, but he did. It was it was um, it was off the defender, so it would have probably been heading for the corner. To be fair to Jerry, so no, no bowler's t- chance. It was a stand, didn't he? Bowler's. It was a it was a cross. Was it come, did it come from the right CJ, hand side? It? it might have been. Was, CJ. It, was it right on the side? I thought it was, certainly it was one. One CJ got right yeah. down the byline and put a lovely ball in for one of the chances. Um, but he just came in on it and just sort of leaned back and put it in the in the you know the proverbial second row of the stand. Could have been a different game if that had gone in. Um, yes, yeah, so we, we had that. We had. We had. I don't know, Tim. Two one. We 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 did have chances in the second half. Um, Lions. Yeah. Had... So one of my mates on our one of our WhatsApp groups says it could be two all here. I said, yeah, it could be six two as well. <laughs> so, uh... what were the shot stats at the end of the day? We had quite a few shots on target. Yeah, we, we had... got one at the end didn't we, as well. We had a lot of big we chances. We didn't have that actually. many on target. We had twelve oh. shots, but only one actually on target. Oh right. Thank we you. had about the same number of shots as them, but they had about seven on target. Right. XG one nine two to R one five five. We had two big chances, two big chances missed. They had three big chances and missed one of them. So that tells its own story. Yeah. Uh, and the game was really summed up for me uh, on ninety minutes when uh, Morgan Rogers, who came on, um, 
did a, as Morgan Rogers does, a strong, powerful, mazy run. Got fouled on the edge and uh, <laughs> preferred I spelt it wrong. It, that summed the day up for me. It was pathetic, that free kick. He spells, he spells his own name wrong, John. So you Doing could, it uh, now. Doing it now. I had um, I had actually departed the building at this point, I think, just. Um, so I actually missed that, and I watched it back on the highlights. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Thing is, he's been taking taking lessons off Russell Coughlin, I think, or something like that. Save <laughs> Bamba penalties. <laughs> it was awful, wasn't it? I've got to say, Morgan Rogers. I thought I liked him. He has to. St- he he, yeah. he has all he has the attributes that he, he he has he has he has the, um, the the a reasonable amount of pace. He's strong. He's got good technique. And I'm pretty sure if he got into the positions, he'd also score a few as well. So how the hell he can't nail down a starting place in this team um, at the moment, I don't know. I hope I hope he's going to get it because I think he could be a massive, massive influence between now. And in that formation that we seem to prefer, he's the player who plays on the left-hand side of, of that three for me. There's a whole um, other pod, though, in the team on, in terms of... Um, the joined up thinking of, you know, the two players that came in right at the beginning of the window with quite a lot of fanfare to make one style of football work that now we're not playing that style of football anymore. And, you know, one of those players is on the bench and the other one's playing a, a very alien role to him that he's doesn't look very good in. But that's probably not where we want to go now. We'll do a... Uh, Benny, we'll... watching. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we'll we'll do a Huddersfield team pick after this so we'll to be continued okay let's move on to to play ratings let's get I'll hide me you can be up there Pete right uh Pete you can kick this off with Chris Maxwell he actually the, made two really good saves in the first, really good saves. And uh, I know he let three in, but, you know, I think he's just about holding his place at the moment. And I know a lot of you will disagree with that, but I think he's, what can you give him? Let three in. Can't give him a seven. I think you've got to give him a, a six plus. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah. Good use of the FPRS system, though. I like it. You are now an experienced member of this panel. Good to see. Tim, Callum Connolly. Should have got tighter on yeah. the pom for goal, Pat. I, I, I don't th- I think I think of, of the back three, I think he was the most consistent from I mean I've not watched the game back, but that was my perception uh when I was there. But he should have got tighter for the first. So um but then again, are you expecting a player to curl it in like that? Um I don't know. Uh, I thought he did okay. I think he's he is looking quite solid in that in that formation. Um, seven. Okay. Um, Mitch, Charlie, Gordon, just for your score. What made me laugh was um, when he had a a side to side shoulder charge with. Uh, Cameron Archer, who is quite slight of stature, and he absolutely put him on his arse, went sent sprawling in the uh, 
in the first half. That was quite an amusing incident. But Char- Charlie Good, mm, jury was out for me. Looked a bit cumbersome. He did, yeah. Um, and he's, <laughs> well, by his own admission, he's not a footballer, is he? And it turns out that he wasn't necessarily um, keeping his footballing skills under wraps to surprise us all with. Um, I, I think I think he probably deserves about a five-plus. He looked a bit laboured. Um, he had that row with Maxwell at one point over... He, he sort of put a ball out of play, didn't he? And Maxwell went, well, why didn't you just head it back to me? And then the two of them went at each other for quite a while. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's too far too early to, to judge whether he's going to be a, you know, a good addition or not. So, five plus. Shout out to Jordan Thornley, by the way. Mm. What's he done wrong? Why is he always completely shafted? By every manager no at Blackpool. Idea. If I was if I was Jordan Thornley, I would be off like a well, shot. I think he will be. Yeah. Sadly. I've got to say, you know, you, what we've got at the back there at the moment isn't an improvement on what we had. Ridiculous. No, definitely not. Load of bollocks again. Although, I, I'm, although I'm, I'm going to say this, that I would argue that the midfield was the issue in that game, that we were completely overrunning midfield again which has been the thing all season, and that is going to put any set of defenders under under pressure. I would agree that, that you know, the, the defence doesn't look like it's been magically fixed. But then, you know, if you've got a midfield that are barely, going to, barely touching the ball and they didn't, then any set of defenders you've got, I don't care who they are, is sooner or later going to made, get made to look daft. Good shout. Curtis Nelson, who are we on? Is it Pete? I've lost. I've lost the train yeah. of thought. Who are we on? Well, I'm going to go back to what Mitch says a bit there as well, because Curtis Nelson was another one who just hoofed it out. You know, no nonsense. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Got Meg uh, as well, didn't he, for a second? He did okay, but when you're saying about the, 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 the midfield, I mean, the midfield at the end of the day was weak yesterday and it's been a problem all the time and we could it could be sorted out with the players that we've got but if we had Marv fit you'd put Marv and Thornley or I would in place of as you back as you two centre halves over either of the two new signings and over Callum mm. um, obviously that you know Marv isn't fit but then Hubby again, you know, I'd rather have Hubby in the in the centre of defence. Thornley's, be- Thornley's better than any of those players. I, I think he's the best centre-half at the club. 
And, and when he gets the ball, he will push it out to the likes of Tribal, who will then get a chance of... of uh, and he's, and he's got that big diagonal as well. Massive, but big point that, Pete, because all we were doing yesterday was Oof. was hoofing it. No chance. And Medine's not I even mean, on the pitch. Heading it long or hoofing it. It was horrible. And, you know, that's again, five, you know, three at the back. Not for me. But it was, uh, you know, we go back to the player. I thought he was okay. What score are you he giving him then? An average plodder, you know? Yeah. Uh, Six. I'll give him five. 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 Uh, Tim, Andy Lyons nearly scored. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think I think I prefer I prefer him in a back four. Where the hell is he? But but I think that the that as wing backs, him and him and CJ did did really really well. You know, and he's he's a great addition. He's a a natural right sided player who's used to playing wet there. We're not playing a a square peg in a round hole. Um, so it's a positive. One of the more positive performances, I would probably say, uh, seven plus. Oh, you've not got CJ, Tim Mitchells, CJ Hamilton, our new long throw extraordinaire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was laughing okay. before the paper plane comment. <laughs> that was quite. That was better than my Chinese balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go slightly against the CJs, the you know the new coming of um, I can't think of a Jimmy uh, Armfield. Yes, the new coming of Jimmy Armfield. Um, I think sometimes I'm gonna almost say the opposite of what Pete did before. I think sometimes we 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 get very excited when CJ plays a competent game of football um, and declare him fantastic because he hasn't sort of run off down the tunnel or something, and you know run into his own post. Do you know what his passing accuracy was in the game? <laughs> You're turning into Sean, Mitch. I hope yeah, you do no, know it's that. A, it's a serious point because what, 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 what do 20%. we... 20%. 28%. You know, oh, it wasn't very good. Um, he did play well. He got down the flank well and he did his job well defensively. But I couldn't help feeling like, oh, blimey, he's actually made a tackle. Like, like when I was saying he did really well, I just meant he'd done, he'd been competent. Um, and I can, I can, I, I hate myself because I always dig out CJ, but I thought he was no better than Lions. I thought Lions um, was no better than him. So I'll give him seven plus. I'm sorry, CJ, I really am. Please don't give me him again because I, I, I just, I feel like a pick on the guy. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Tom Tribal. To you, Pete. Right, Tom Tribal. I thought he looked the pick of the midfielders, but he was going apoplectic about the lack of balls to him. And he was giving it a lot of uh, rattle to all his players around him, which was great to see. So he was really, he was trying to tell Patino what to do quite a bit and stuff. But he just he was bypassed so much. Yeah. Um, you know, if we get if we can get some defenders that will actually pass it to him, and then maybe if we've got Dougal or Bridcut when he's fit alongside him, then they've got a chance. But with the two players he had, you know, Bowler and Patino, he was basically on his own. 
Um, but I thought we had quite a good game. But for, it's difficult to play on your own, though, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. So you know, I think got to give him a seven. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, Tim, Josh Bowler. Now, obviously played out of position. Big Mick was digging him out a bit in the press midweek, saying, you want to play my team, you've got to adapt. You can't just play where you want. So where does the fault lie in Josh's performance and gives his score? Um... I forgot what I forgot what I was, was it. We I must have been something on AVFTT. I'm, I'm sure I've heard Mitch say it's like playing Gary Medina at right back, um, but I can't remember when I heard it. But um, that's what it's like it's playing Josh Bowler as, in a central midfield where we know we're going to be on under the cosh somewhat is bizarre, um, and. I'd, I don't know whether you can blame him because he's never tackled. He's never headed the ball. He's never going to tackle. He's never ever going to head the ball. Um, so why put him in a team and, and ask him to do it? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, he may it. as well not be on the pitch in that position. Well, he, well, he should, he should because he was, he was so ineffective bar when he was in those odd times. He was in where he would be normally in the, in the pitch in a game. And then you start to see Josh Bowler. You start to see Josh Bowler in the in the um, sort of right hand quadrangle when he was when we were in possession, or particularly he was in possession, and he was able to have a the odd chance at a run. But play to us, I wouldn't have played him yesterday, full stop, because you know for the same reason, uh, Mick dropped Pavida, you'd I'd drop Bowler in that game because we, we need people who are going to roll the sleeves up and get a tackle in and, and track men back and, uh, and keep possession for us. And Bowler's not going to keep possession for us. He never did keep possession for us. He, when he was playing fantastically because he was always the player who would take players on and take a chance. But 70% of the time he'd lose possession. It was a 30% of the time that he didn't, that we saw some magic. So, Oh, you've got to bring you've got to blame the manager. Yeah. What's what's fault, what's though. Mick McCarthy doing I, 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 playing him there? I'm gonna give him a I'm gonna give him a six because I don't think Ooh. he deserves Whoa. to give him a five. Oh man. I'm giving him a six. <laughs> but the performance was a four. A mark for each of his passes. You can't. I'm giving him a. I'm giving him a six because he shouldn't have been playing there. But if you if you want me to, if you want me to score it on 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 in that position, yeah. it was a four. Score it on that performance, it Tim. That you've got to. It was a four then. Four, yeah, yeah. But it's not his fault, so I, I no, that's why I upset. Right, Mitch. If Bowler's if Bowler's got a four, Patino can't be far behind that, can he? Charlie Patino. No, um, he was a little bit more involved than than um, Josh, uh, but he he did my head in. Frankly, there was one bit in the um, second half, I think, where he took the ball in, and there was a player in space on the left. You know, when you kind of you see the pass, don't you? You think, right, just play it, and he sort of took it in, turned round did his little shimmy and then launched it out of play towards the corner flag. And I just felt like, well, why didn't you just play that ball first time? And I think it's, his head's, his head's not, he's not 
he's not doing things quickly. He's not doing simple things quickly. Um, and he's, it looks like he's playing a, I don't know, it looks like he's, he's playing a different game um, to, to the one that he was playing when he was good. So I will give him a five. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. He's, he's, he's tracking back. He's appalling. Look, it's I, happening I, again and again and again and again. It's I, I, I am pre- fully prepared to die on the hill that I think Carey is a better player than him. Yeah, he is. In, in this current in this current yeah, position, he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that. I am absolutely him. not saying that Patino hasn't got the potential to be a better player than Carey in the long run, in the long term. But right now, Carey is is a much better option. And to be honest, I would have played Carey in that position where Bowler played, where if you want if you want yeah. a midfielder to mm. burst out of that three um, and to actually have some semblance of central midfielder about him, I'd play Sonny Carey there. Um, but I, I, I just, like I said at the top, I just feel like we're under some kind of instruction to play him come what may. Um, Christian Wilson Holmes just said that. Sorry, but Arsenal's boy wonder needs a long rest if that's contractually allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Emperor's new clothes, I said about a month ago. I don't think he's had a great. Got a lot of shit for that. Last time he had a good game was in October. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we played Preston, and he did, he did pretty well in that game. And I think I, I, my recollection is he played reasonably well against Coventry as well. But after that, by the whole team hasn't played particularly well after that. But. Um, I'll tell you what, to be fair to him, he put an absolute shift in against Wigan. I mean, them two, Kerry and Patino, had to hold that midfield together against Wigan, against, you know, they're not exactly a pretty team. Um, And I felt sorry for him at times. I felt sorry for him at times in terms of doing a job that he's not necessarily built for, that he's not necessarily experienced before. Um, It just looks looks dumb to me. He's got to... He cannot play the next game. If If he does... There must be something in there in this contractually obliged. You can't force them. You cannot play against. Play a player, surely, can you? Well, we've got the master negotiator negotiating these contracts. Mm. Well, we're good at that, aren't we, at the moment? <laughs> Shane Lavery. Who are we on? Pete. Me. Pete, Shane Lavery. Crap, he runs to crap. the left, he runs to the right, he runs forward, he runs back and does absolutely fuck Again, again though, a, a square peg in a round hole. It's not his position. He was. Did, he never, like, I think did Byron was a fucking winger, did we? He never plays well with, with uh, Yates anyway. It's a complete waste of space playing the two of them together. And, uh, you know, he hasn't. he's not had a great season full stop, has he? And, you know... If he was going to be playing, he needs to be playing where Yates was and Yates not playing and you're not going to do that because Medina would probably be before him again. So at the moment, there's just nowhere for him. But like I said, he ran around a lot. <laughs> he was like a fly. Did he to use a Mitch analogy, he was just, he's just like a fly no. without any direction, just buzzing around, crashing into the window again and again and again. Well, fun fact, a fun fact, um, you can tell I've looked at the numbers here, but fun fact is, Lavery was on the pitch for 70 minutes, t- touched the ball 15 times. Um, Gary Medine was on the pitch 20 minutes, touched the ball 16 times, which I, I, I kept, that was always what I said about, you know, when I was having a bit of banter with Sean about Medine being the greatest player on earth, etc. But the point is, when you've got those two 
little lads playing a similar game, sort of shuttling side to side and running around. We don't get the ball to them. It was the same under Critchley, um, and it'll be the same under McCarthy. You need that presence mm. to, you know, to 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 get the ball to, particularly when you when we, our main strategy was one of the two centre backs putting the foot through the ball. It's just bonkers that. You play long ball football with Mick McCarthy and you don't play Gary Bedeen. It just doesn't make sense. Because well, he, he made I'm a big guessing, difference. Big Gaz when he came Raggy, on changed Well, the game. I'm guessing that Raggy's right in the sense that he's what Raggy said earlier in the show, but it, that he's saving him for, for Tuesday and Saturday. Possibly. Possibly. You know? That's the only thing that can make a, a logical decision. Was, I mean, he, he made it. He, he looked good when he came on as well. He didn't did. He? he did. He did very well. Uh, Shane Lovery score anyway. Have I missed it? Oh, uh, oh God! Um, Did you not say four? Did you say four? Four. Oh no, somebody else. Somebody in the. Somebody in the. It was Daz McKenzie in the comments. That's what. Yeah, I don't think he's worth any more than any more than four yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Came finally, Jerry Yates. Very unlucky. Yeah, well, I thought Jerry didn't have a bad game yeah, really. One I of mean, the few players if, played around. If if you analyse, you know, in in a team that had nineteen percent possession at one point, twenty eight percent in the first half. I don't know what the stats were in the second. I'm sure Mitch can help us with that one because he's got every single stat in the world. It's Sean today. two point eight. Uh, um, Sean two point oh. But he, you know, he. Uh, he scored one that was offside. He, hit, he was very unlucky when he hit the bar, and he was also with with reflection, having seen it back, very unlucky in the one when he was he brought it down in the box and kept hold of it and created an angle for himself, and probably would have if not if if it didn't go in, it was going to be very cl- a lot closer to going in than it, it eventually looked in. like. It was going in. Yeah. So um, so you know if you, if in a game you're getting three decent chances off like that and and working hard as well, um, which he which I thought he did. He works a lot harder than some in midfield. Um, uh, I think it's uh, not a great game, but a, a, a competent performance by him. I'd say it's a seven. Okay. Closing thoughts on the game before we move on to Huddersfield. Anything? Won't get anything to say. Get off your chest. I oh, just put it to bed and move on. Yeah, it's no exactly. use dwelling on that. Put it to bed. Move on. We've got bigger games coming up. We but certainly have, and that is a good day out ruined by football. Exactly, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had, a, had quite an, I had a quite enjoyable day actually. Yeah, I had a great day, but the, the football wasn't the highlight. Right, absolutely huge game. Huge game this Tuesday. Huddersfield Town at home. Rearranged game from what was supposed to be Mick's big grand raw home debut. Didn't happen because they uh, didn't put the covers on right. Is this a a must-win game? Is this a must-win game? Well, by the way, we've not won in 100 days of... We've not won a league football game in 100 days now. So must not lose. I think we've got to win it. I think we've got to win it. We're not great on Tuesday night, so we. I can't remember last time we played well on Tuesday night. Um, We can't draw. We can't keep drawing games like this. We've got to win. It's it's, it's, it's the biggest game of the season. Uh, And uh, going back to Saturday, I don't think we got out Saturday what we wanted out Saturday. Now, I hope it is that he's resting players. My my fear is we're going to see the same formation 
and a majority of the same personnel. And if we do, we'll then lose. we'll lose. So um, it's, it's a massive... I mean, I think, you know, we've got a huge part to play as fans as well, I think. You know, I've, I, I'm just going back uh, to Saturday... I thought the support was was fantastic. Really, bearing in mind what was going on on the pitch, um, it was it was, and we need that times ten on on Tuesday and on Saturday because we need to lift them in any way that we can um, because it's so big. You know, none of us want to face the prospects of getting relegated, and um, we are. You know, it's it's October since we won a league game, for God's sake. Um, it, I know we've had the, the the break in the middle, but Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't, I can't even remember. You know, Coventry. I can't remember a time when we've gone so long without winning a game. It's just an, an incredibly long period. Right? How we, how are we going to win this game then? How are we going to win this game? Not play right, and remember, and remember, Tim, this is our team, not what we think yeah. McCarthy will do. Four, two, three, one. Four, two, three, one. Although we did be Huddersfield with five at the back, but to be fair, we were crap and we were lucky to win. Four two three one. I'm well, not having four four two. Tim wanted no. four four fucking two. I wanted. Oh no, I did. If you if you saw my post, I did that for I did that for the uh, uh, the Mike Bassett headline, but I did say all four four two three one. So I did. That was the first thing I said. The first line of when he actually went into the original post the OP. Uh, and I agree. Uh, the main point I was making was it's got to be four at the back. This five at the back, three at the back nonsense. Trying to reinvent the wheel when we've got 18 games uh, to save our season is is a recipe for disaster. Do we think? Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll pick the team in a minute. But do we think he'll do five three two again? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do. I think he will. Yeah. And I'm going to cry but, if he does. Yeah, if, I think too. if we do, yeah, I think if he does, that's setting the tone for the rest of the season and we do not have the players to play that system. Well, if that happens, said, again, well. again, it's not Mick McCarthy's fault, it's the board for picking him. Yeah. And they know the players we've got. They know what he... Surely they know what sort of football he plays. I don't don't get me started on the board anyway. Right, okay. Four, two, three, one. We're all agreed in that, aren't we? Absolutely. Mick, I hope you're listening. Yeah. Well, it's, it's obviously he wouldn't have played five at the back if John hadn't ordered a Chinese because he was probably lifted. He was probably sat there thinking, what? <laughs> what we're going to bloody do? Like yeah, it's that. your fault, John. Bloody I'll get that podcast that. on. Get that podcast on. See they they must got some good ideas. John orders a Chinese and then yeah. we, look what happens. It's more important than the bloody public. I don't know. Salt and pepper. Spicy chicken wings are uh, bang on from good taste on Mowbray Drive. So, just thinking, is it, as much as as much as you enjoyed your your fare on Friday night, it's probably could it could have cost us our championship status. It could be the most expensive Chinese you've ever eaten. They're delicious, though. I might uh, get in contact for them. No, no product affiliation. Cottage bakery, also good taste. Right, keep goalkeeper. Are we sticking with Maxwell or are we going Grimmy? Grimmy. Grimmy. Grimmy for me. 
I think he'll stick with Maxwell, but I'll go Grimmy as well. Right, 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 right back. Lions. Lions. Connolly. Hmm. Why are you saying that? Because I'd have Lions at left backs. We've got no bloody left back. Not sure. That's a very fair yeah, point. It is he, actually. Didn't even, he didn't even pick Thompson in the in the squad. What does that say about Thompson's future? <laughs> well, he's a, he's like him and Wright. They were great purchases, weren't they? <laughs> I mean, the two purchases we made in the summer, bang on. So yeah, that's, that's Pete, Pete you've convinced there. me. Like, yeah, I agree. Right back, never lets us down there. Put. Lions at left back where he's played for Shamrock Rovers all season. And uh great point. Yeah. Yeah, you convinced me, Pete. Unless unless you put Thornley there. What, what left, left back? back? Too slow. What? He's played on the left side of he's played left back before. He, he's Shut up, Tim. What are you on about? Come on. <laughs> Thornley at left <laughs> Thornley at left back. Jesus. Right, yeah, Pete, you've come up with a good Plan there, I like that. See, Mick's taking notes now. TC. Because <laughs> he can play left back. <laughs> right, Thor- Thornley's going in as the left centre half for me. Why is Darren McKenzie going for Gable? Is he is he back? Is he? He's he's still injured, isn't he, Darren? He's on the grass. Yeah, but not fit to play, not fit to start. No, not yet. Because... Not far off though, is he? Oh, I got a minute. Matthew Wonder, Mansford would pick a five-three-two if he was the manager. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, left left centre half. Judd Thornley. Thornley. It's going to have to be Judd Nelson, isn't it, from the fit players? Yeah. Yeah, I, know, I saw what he did there. Judd Nelson, the holidays, uh, was part of the Brat Pack, wasn't he? Oh no, that was that was inadvertent, Tim. You've given me uh you've credited me with far more cultural capital than I actually possess. Elmo's fire for those of a certain vintage. <laughs> <laughs> you smooth bastard, Tim. <laughs> Leisure suit, Tim. <laughs> I used to play a game on the Amiga called Leisure Suit, Larry. Yeah, there was. Uh, mm-hmm. C sixty four as well. Um, right, who are we putting him with um, Judd, then? It's got to be Nelson, hasn't it? Because oh, he's more fit. No, but put him in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just... oh, we can't put Nelson in, because yeah, I've, not... We've n- I've not uploaded him, so we well, can't go Good's left-footed, so you'd have, oh, two, like, you'd have, you'd have two left-footers, so you'd, you'd go oh. for the balance. I'll have to change it. I'll edit it in and have tools in a minute. Good, we'll have to yeah. go in for now. Um, right, CDMs, tribals, uh, tribal, tribal, and Dougal. Yeah. Yep. What about Carey? Yeah, yeah. Let's think about Carey. Where's he's he? not a central defensive midfielder. Tribal and Dougal. Carey's a number ten. Yeah. Yeah, but Pavey's if you want to get the best out of Carey, you've got to get him. You've got to get him up the pitch. Right. Okay. Um, tribal and Dougal, and it's going. And we're going to need it. They're they're going to come and try and make it meet grinder in midfield. So we've got to match that. Right, who's playing the number 10 then? Well, I'd guess... I'd guess that everybody would think I was insane if I said Carey, so I'll say Pervader. Pervader, let's... Well, actually, I I wouldn't wouldn't 
think you were. No, I think that's not a bad shout. He's a good player. He's our player. Um, see, it, it depends. It depends whether you think you can start with Perveda and Bowler. Well, it, it also depends on what you do up front because if you start, if you start with Jerry and and Perveda, you've got quite a tiny little strike force. If you start with Medine and Perveda, then you've probably got a little bit of a thing going on. So, if you start with Jerry, do you put Kerry in because he's going to give a little bit more physicality to to, That's to what I was thinking. times? Well, yeah. but we don't forget Morgan Rogers. I want him in oh, this yeah, team. I want, I, want him left. I want him left bowler right. Definitely, yeah, me too. Yeah, I want I want Pervader. My only my only thing is whether bowlers good enough to start at the moment. I don't know. It will. I think if you put played him, him in position, is. play him in his position. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Right, I think Kerry's going to make way then because I don't think you can leave Pervader out. Not yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy for that. Yeah, shame. Glad we got him though. Where's Rogers? Rogers. Yeah. As long as you don't put him on free kicks. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry or Medine? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd say... You can't, I can't pick... I can't drop... I thought Yates, I thought Yates was man of the match yesterday. I thought he yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I can't drop him, but I also... You know, my thoughts are on record that I think Medine is quite important to us. Um, just stick Jerry in because, yeah, just put Jerry in. Can you put? Can you play Jerry in the number ten role with Medine in Jerry's role? But that again gets rid of Pervader. See that? I mean, that's See, basically we lack, we lack so much when Gary's not playing. He brings that such a different element to the. What about team. sticking Yates on the left as Finn Needham's just said in place of Rogers? Yeah. What about Rogers in place it's of Bo- What about Rogers in place of Bowler and Jerry out on the left? I just can't leave Bowler out. No. Uh, I mean, and, I, and I, no- I, I actually would for this one, mm. and use him as an impact sub. I, I would, I would put Rogers. You could either put Yates on the left. And Rogers on the right, or or put Yates on the right and leave Rogers where he is. But I would be tempted. Just and it was the reason why I was prepared to consider Perry. And I think I think we're going to need people who can work hard. And I, I think the risk is with having Pavida and Bowler in the same team together yeah, that yeah. we've got. We're yeah. gonna, you know, they're not going to track, are they? Well, as Rogers will, and, and, and we know Jerry will, and we Jerry know Rogers will. will, and they'll tuck in. If we're out of possession, they'll tuck in and make a midfield four. Those other two won't. Yeah, you're right. You could always, Yates and Pervader can always switch round as well. Oh, God, this is hard. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. And, 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 and Rogers in place of Bowler. What about CJ? I, 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 I just, he doesn't play in this system. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think Big Gaz has got to start. I think he has. You're not dropping Yates either. Big call dropping bowler, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's a massive one. I think you've got to qualify it by saying it's how I just think it has to be him or Pavida. And I think you've just got to make, you know, maybe if it's not working, you know, you bring him on early in the second half. But he's also, in the, in the past, he's reacted very well to being dropped. 
Mm. He's he's come off the bench and been brilliant. He's 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 um, Critch dumped him for a couple of games, didn't he? And then he was. That's when he exploded into form after Critch sort of left it. Sort of, he he got to a point, hadn't he? Sort of last October where he was just giving the ball away so often that he was basically on on unpickable. So Critch dropped him, and he, then he was superb for about six weeks after that. So yeah. Alfie McKenzie's making a point that we, one day we might get a team right, but be, as John keeps what, saying, it's, I, do, no, what, I don't think any of us think he's going to start with this with this team. There'll be six on that side that are in it on Tuesday night. Yeah, and there was there was six of them on the bench I'd have played on Saturday. So yeah. we are picking the team we want to we want to see as against what we think he's going to do because for for one Maxwell will start again. We know that as as uh, Pete said before. But it's not what we want. So, okay, are we happy with this then? Uh, yeah, but we've got to be prepared for the Twitter, the Twitter arty to be pulling us over bowlers. It's just the bowler so. thing. It's just the bowler thing. I, you know, I just don't know how we can drop him. Well, it's just, yeah, uh, if people on Twitter, we may, we listen, may listen, listen, to, yeah, listen to your listen to the logic, listen to the podcast, listen to the audio, or watch on YouTube before. Your silly rants on Twitter. <laughs> because there's method I behind that. Rant, I might have a rant that we're uh, ourselves for dropping dollar. What are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? Yeah, but he's not done enough in the last two games, has he? He's been out of position two games. <laughs> At least to be match fit. I don't know. I think we're... Uh... I don't know. Yeah, I like I like Mitch. I like Mitch's um, thinking though, and it might put a bit of a rocket up his arse. And yeah, impact sub. That's the team. Right, that was uh, the match reaction to Middlesbrough. We'll call it a night there. Uh, closing thoughts, anyone? Five, three, two. We're doomed. We need to do match predictions, don't we? What is Phil match prediction then? Tim? Uh, with the formation I think he's going to play, lose 2 1. <laughs> <laughs> he's normally right, Tim, as well. Right. I'm going to do I'm two predictions. 3 0. I'm going to do two predictions. If he plays our team in formation, we'll win 2 0. If he does his own, We'll draw one one. Pete. Uh are we doing two? I mean if he yeah. if he if he picks our formation, I think we'll win two one. But if he picks his formation, I think we'll lose two nil. And I think we'll win two nil if if we pick our formation. Match. I think he'll pick bowling in central midfield. He'll have an absolute stormer and the next pod will be going, this five at the back is brilliant as our overlapping fullbacks whip the ball in to Gary Medine. He'll flick it back and bowler will get a hat-trick from central midfield. So and that'll be three of the seven goals we score on the way to a 7-1 victory over Huddersfield Town. Come on, Charlie. Charlie Goodall scores the corner as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, just nice, nice seeing you, mate. I'll come and visit. 
As Alfie's just said, love the predictions of what could have happened. Very bullseye. For those of a certain vintage. <laughs> okay, I think we'll we'll caught a, a, a day there just before you you head off, everybody. If you uh, liked what we're doing here, please consider joining our Patreon supporter program. You get access to the brilliant WhatsApp patrons group. A good laugh on there. You'll get all the audio, audio podcasts without the talk sport adverts that i'm now playing that audio feed with um if you're watching this on youtube like and subscribe hit the bell and all that are we giving oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna a shout oh yeah yeah i didn't actually know much about it so has anyone listened um what was it uh i, I listened it was like um it was only a trailer for them basically they're very organized job the bbc lanks it's on Oh, so it's uh, all done by a network full-time professionally, has it? Right, okay. Yeah, so Leanne's one of the uh, the regulars on there, on the regular panel. Um, and I'm, I'm kicking myself now because my phone's not about it. <laughs> this is the worst plug ever. I don't know. <laughs> Let's plug this Hang podcast on. that she's in, but we well, don't know the name of it. The name of it. Yeah. Ball, it's ball, 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 balls to it, that's it. Balls to it. Balls so to if you, it. you go on... Um, Go on your podcast and stick that in the search engine. It'll come up. Did for me, but it's not. They've only got the intro, and it's only about ten minutes. But you get a flavour for it. It's, it's all female, but they're talking about the match day experiences. And and Leanne, true to form, mentioned getting pissed at football matches <laughs> in the first five seconds. Did. Brilliant. <laughs> Does she mention Kenny Dougal? <laughs> I did. Uh, to us, that's she's probably saving that one for the first episode. Oh, or, uh, hatred. She talks about a love of DJ Campbell. Oh. And I'm sure the hatred of Kenny Dougal is um, is a whole episode on its own. <laughs> right, okay. I think we'll we will we'll call it an evening there. Um yeah, if you uh, what have we said? Um yeah, we'll we'll be coming back after the Huddersfield game. No doubt, won't we? We'll either be in a very joyous mood. Takeaways take permitting. Or we'll be Oh, we need them three points. We'll be, we? we'll be fucking raging when he plays that 5-3-2. And we lose. <laughs> and we've lost. So, yeah, stay tuned, listeners. So, yeah, thanks for your company this evening. Gentlemen, all around episode thanks for watching, thanks for downloading, and up the pool. Let's get into those oh, terriers. Come on, let's go on Tuesday. Come on. Don't be rough. Up the pool. Up the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program? For the price of a pint per month, you'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs our streaming software costs uh, electric that kind of thing so yeah it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod price of a pint per month and you also get access to our um, whatsapp patron supporters group which is a good laugh we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to Uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up 
and supporting us. That URL again, patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod. And if you don't sign up, you're a... See you later. Thanks for listening. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.